0: Oh, you might
1: not be a fan FI fiction, as that's not. And you're listening to the MBS show. Hello and welcome to the MBS show, episode number fifty-eight. I am your host Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Daniel Anthony.
2: Good evening, Norman.
1: Hello. How are you, Daniel? How are you?
2: Uh, not too good.
1: Really? No. What happened?
2: School on Saturday. End of story.
1: Okie dokie, lokie then. And our guest for this week is Kelvin Devscar. Hello,
0: everyone.
1: Hello Kelvin, how are you?
0: Uh, fine.
1: So, anything, <laughs> anything exciting happened to you today?
0: Went out with a few friends, and that is the end of my story. Wow. <laughs>
1: Short and simple, I like it.
0: Short and simple.
1: So, before we start the show, we need to ask you the four important questions. And question number one is, who is your favourite pony? Rainbow Dash. Any reason why?
0: When I first became a brony, it was actually tied to... In- Pinkie Pie, Leather Shy, and a Rainbow Dash. But, as Rainbow Dash just grew on me, the way her personality works, it's just appealing to me. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I've always liked these kind of um, competitive, yet soft-hearted characters. That's how most of um, like, if the show had these kind of characters, that's usually my favourite.
1: Any example of any other characters like that?
0: I, I, I had one, but it just skipped out my mind. I don't even remember Hold on. Uh, okay, no, it's not back. Uh I I had one, it was from X Men. Uh Rogue. The very con Hello?
1: Yeah, is it Rogue?
0: Um, no, it's Gambit. Oh, Gambit. The very um uh, confident, cocky type. But at the same time he's willing to sort of go out of his way to protect the X Men. Like he doesn't just leave them alone to die. He actually cares for them somewhat, especially Rogue. So but
1: then again that's
0: because Gambit's
1: yeah, true indeed. But which X Men is this? Is it um, Evolution or, uh, or the '90s X Men?
0: Um, I think both. I I watched both, and Gambit was my favorite in both, just for his attitude. And in both in both series, his attitude was almost exactly the same. Okay, so um, there's not much of a difference, I guess. So is, is it safe to
2: say that Rainbow Dash took Gambit's place in your heart when you started watching ponies? I'm not sure <laughs> if I would say that. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I
0: did both occupy the same place in my heart as games <laughs> <Liam laughs> are as being the um, competitive yet-caring persona. Oh, Alright, Ronis, right, you then. heard it. Bring out the crossovers. <laughs> I think there is a rainbow. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but chances are with the, with the pony <laughs> band. There's almost
1: confident there's going to be a gambit pony. Hey, I was right! Oh, boy. <laughs> so, anyway, moving on we to the... We all
2: need a bit of Rainbow Dash in our life.
1: True, true. So, anyway, moving on to the next question. What is your favourite episode?
0: Ah! Oh, that's, like, Man, uh, don't, don't worry, don't worry. We allow multiple choice. That's like asking which, of my ch- which child is my favorite. Um, As I said, uh, we allow multiple okay. choice. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, what was that
1: Daring Do episode? Uh, Read and Weep? Yeah, reading and Weep. I just love that episode. Was and, it? Um, yeah, it was, was Daring Do, not Mare Duel. Well. Yeah, Daring Do. Yes, not Daring right. well? I
0: Daring Do or well. Not Heard Mare Duel.
1: No, M- um, Mary Mar- is the superhero Batman, and Daringu yeah. is the Indiana Jones crossover yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, I love the Indiana Jones one, that, that, that episode. That and uh, Feeling Pinky Keen. Feeling
1: <laughs> Pinky Keen was just, it was just, I couldn't stop laughing at how pinky
0: it was. And it yeah. was just so, it was just so good. The whole episode, and plus you get to see a giant Hydra chase colorful equity, so, you know, that's always a plus.
1: Mm, okay. I heard a lot of people say that they don't really like the episode because of the whole moral or the lesson. It's like, dear Princess Celestia, we believe. That's about it. Yeah, um, I,
0: yeah I didn't really like the moral, but um, if I'm not wrong, Lauren Pals herself said that if she had the chance, she would rewrite that moral because she knows that it came out well. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree. Um, The first thing that came to my mind, and, I, and I'm not going to tread on anything like touchy here, but the first thing Go ahead. That came to my mind was religion. It was just like... Uh, you just have to believe, I was like, religion? Whoa. <laughs> pinky sent are a religion? Yeah, I think. Mean, where do I say that? No? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think
1: it's more onto the fact where... Um, you just have to
0: trust something. You have to trust some, so that something is just like that. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to question it. Questioning yeah. it will bring nothing for you.
1: It's, it's true, it's true. Like how your friend picks a booster pack and always get that foil card. Always happens. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Always uh, happens. Don't yeah. ask
1: why. He uh, he even don't know how to answer it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, screw it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. moving on to the third question, how did you become a brownie?
0: It was actually really weird. Like, um, I was browsing Funny Chong. Uh, I've been browsing Funny chunk for, like, I think since 2007 or 2006, back when Funny Chunk was like, but I'm going to be, like, old man. Go ahead. back when Funny Chong was like, green and you kiss. <laughs> now nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, uh I remember I saw so many pony posts and I was like, Oh my god, guys liking ponies like oh no, like there's no way that they're genuinely lighting. They're probably liking for like a satirical reason, they're making fun of it, like you know, a lot of other cultural and I was like, There's no way that these guys are genuinely liking ponies. So, um I actually didn't check it out for very long. I remember I saw when the Derby clip came out, oh my god, that, that derby clip just it was so cute, like I couldn't stop watching it. Which one, which one? Um, you know when Derby was talking, that, oh, okay. like, during the episode as soon as that day came out, I saw the episode shoot up to the front page, and I was the first post I saw. I was like, okay, I'll give like this clip a shot, so I just gave it a watch. I loved it, but I didn't want to edit it. You know, <laughs> I was completely now. I was like, no, this is not happening. I will not watch an episode of MLP because no way I'm gonna like it. Mm. And then um, I remember I went to YouTube and I saw an episode. I saw Turnabout Storm on my suggestion box, which, um, for all of you that don't know, it's um, Phoenix Wright and My Little Pony Crossover. And I love Phoenix Wright, one of my favorite games. So I, I went to check it out, and I was pleasantly surprised at how well the characters are and how interesting it was. So I said, okay, I'm gonna give it one episode, like the first episode of shot, and I'm probably not gonna like it. I watched it and I finished season one and most of
1: season two in like a day and a half. Yeah, a bit wow. of it flies
0: like and, that. And I was like, oh crap, what have I got to myself in
1: <laughs> So so you joined The Fandom pretty late?
0: I joined it when the most recent episode like uh, I joined it on the Saturday that Dragon Quest was released. The twenty first episode of Wow. Seven,
1: so you joined the fandom pretty late then? I joined
0: it in late I think I joined it in twenty of March two oh
1: one two, Of last year, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Oh pretty late because um most of the guests we have either joined during the start of season two or mid yeah. you know, late of season one.
0: But around the um around the July to September 2011 period, right? there, it was Around there. Or the January two oh one two yeah, I joined really late. And I was like, wow, season two was going to end. I, oh, what happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. And funny enough, you, you're kind of prominent on the Twitterverse.
0: Uh, I tweet stupid stuff. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say prominent because I kind of only have 200. And I just try to talk to people that seem genuinely nice. And I just want to get to know them better. So I just send them some tweets away and just and a lot of people on Twitter are so funny with their tweets a lot of memes. I just <laughs> they're always posting um such funny stuff and it just makes it just makes my day to see like a chain of people replying to each other just replying with um all of this world stupid and funny stuff it's so
1: cool we'll, we'll talk more about that in the interview section so moving right. on to my last question is how do your family and friends think about your love for the show?
0: well they sort of question it at first, but they just let me. They don't insult me or um, make fun of me. They just let me do my thing and I don't really um, rub in their face that I'm a rookie,
1: so. Okay, cool, cool. So you keep it balanced and just say, yeah, hey, I watch the show. now leave me alone. I'm watching the so, show. No,
0: it's not like if they ask, yeah, I'll just say, oh, yeah, I watch MLP and I'll just leave yeah, like that unless they ask further. If they don't ask, I'm trying to just don't say anything. Well, be prepared because we're going to ask you now. (laughs) Oh, crap. I'm not not ready for this. No one asked me before. Oh, yes. yes, I'm
2: still not ready. We can ask you on Twitter and read your responses, but that will be a little boring. Truly. Yeah, I
1: don't don't think I can do the interview in 140
0: words. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd be pretty good if I could do that.
1: Didn't you write something down? Didn't you write a tweet before saying, "Wow, well, I like Twitter. I can uh, write in 140 characters because of," and then you cut off.
0: I just cut off. Just trust <laughs> I
1: ran out of letters, I was lazy. I like the <laughs> joke. But anyway, um, moving on to the next topic is housekeeping, and in housekeeping. Well, last week we interviewed Anna Lee Hee, the voice, uh, the Swedish voice actress for Swedish Fire, Yeah, Swedish Spitfire. And Swedish Tigress from oh, okay. Kung Fu Panda 2. And you can listen to the interview in the link below. So, guys, do please listen to it because I sang in it. And if you like hearing me sing Life of the Cuff, um, do go. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, moving on to the next topic, is news time. And in today's news time, Megan McCartney answers questions about Season 4 on Twitter. (laughs) Season 4 has been announced and it will premiere in the winter of 2013. Many fans have their concerns about the upcoming episodes. In a recent Twitter post, Megan McCartney has addressed some questions and concerns that the fans have while not revealing or spoiling anything for Season 4. All of the questions and answers will be posted in the show notes. So, I'll take a few snippets of some interesting questions. um, like this one. A lot of bronies are upset about Elecon Twilight. Without giving anything away, do you think Season 4 will keep everyone happy? No comment. Her answer was yes. And another good one here is... Will we ever see Rarity as the central character again? She stole every scene/episode that she was in this season, and her answer was yes. Well, there was a few good ones and a few silly ones. Like, uh, give me let me see. Okay, how many Elecons should we be expecting? Her answer was fifty-three. So, and so that's gonna
2: be the series finale. Every pony becomes an alicorn. Yay! Oh
1: I have a theory on that one, but never mind. So links can be found in the show notes. So guys, um have you guys read Megan's answers to some of the questions? Yeah,
0: yeah, we have. Yes. I have. I've read I read all of them. Well yeah, I read all of them. <laughs> I
2: had to be careful that they're not backdated to April first, otherwise I would be messed no, up. No,
1: no, <laughs> uh, I I, I double check everything and they're not back to... Yeah, I know you
2: did, but, you know, for me, when I was reading off the Twitter feed, I had to look at, okay, this is not an April 1st statement where Andrew Lipman is off the show and M.A. Larson's voicing every (laughs) pony.
1: Oh, yeah, man. That's the best. I I even like the story plot about Rarity fighting a giant crab. Oh, I know
0: that joke, but that's one old... That goes way back to E3 2007, doesn't it? Or
1: 2006. And the next news topic is Story of the Blank Animation Teaser. So... Have anybody here heard about the Geeky Flash game, Story of the Blanks?
0: Uh, yep, and I played it, but that was quite long ago.
1: True, true. It was the Generation 1 of Brony fan projects back in the days. So anyway, they're making a animation for it, or they're making a short film or movie, or however you want to call it. A group going by the name of Longtail on YouTube released the trailer a few days ago, and links will be provided in the show notes. So, Kelvin, you explained uh, off the air just now about uh, how the Story of the Blank thing worked. Mind explaining it again to us?
0: Uh, story of the blanks is, is a 8 bit flash game that's available online. It's a, more of like an interactive story than anything, and it's just simply Apple Bloom going to a village and finding that all the ponies in the village are like like. And then, you know, there's story continues and all that. Uh, But
1: I won't spoil them. True, true. I've seen uh, gameplay of it and LPs of it, and it's pretty interesting. I'll explain it in this sentence. It's like Silent Hill. Very scary and very unknown. I would say very scary. I don't
0: know. To me, it's not that scary.
1: Yeah, if if I I think you need to be immersed into the world, get into character. Uh, but to me it's kind of scary, and uh, and when you get caught. Uh. <laughs> yep. So do check it out, and let's hope this animation is awesome because I I can feel that this is going to be scary. If they do it right.
2: <laughs> well, nice. It will be it will be interesting to see how horror pony is going to come out. I mean, the horror fanfics, but horror animation.
1: That sounds interesting. True, true. I mean, we we had a few, like we had set fix where you got Snowdrop, you got crossover fix that double rainbow, now you got um, horror with a story of the blank, so it, it covers all the gambit. Yeah, it does. Yay, let's move on to the next topic. And in the next topic is guest time. Our guest for this week is Kelvin Descar. Having fun yet, Kelvin?
0: Yeah, it's uh... Having have
1: caught a bit of fun. <laughs> Sorry for the derpness, because...
0: Ah, no,
1: it's okay. Yeah, I am derpy, I'm kind of having a sore throat, my brain is not in the right place, but hey, it'll, I'll do anything for the show, almost Yay. anything. So anyway, um, Kelvin, mind introducing yourself to the people who might not know who you are and what you do?
0: Well, um, my name's Kelvin, uh, so yeah, Um, you might know me on FIMFIC as Death Star, or you might know me on Twitter as... at. Um, nominally uh, jaded.
1: And what I do is I write code in the bank account. Oh, That's interesting. Um, not only that, you're also a Twitter brony, right?
0: Uh, yes.
1: A very prominent one at that too.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> oh. I would say
1: prominent.
0: I just tweet um, my rather confused and stupid
1: thoughts. Oh, that may be true, but if you know the big people, your name keeps popping up, and that's cool. Uh, uh, I
0: just had a talk because I kind of thing. these guys are really awesome people, so funny, so easy to go this They just really
1: cool people. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Most of the people that I and you follow are awesome, like Osaka, yeah. Jack, Black Griffin, Ellie Monty. Yeah, most. Yeah, and most. Are. If I were to list down all the people I follow on Twitter, this show will just be a Twitter podcast. <laughs>
0: true
1: that, true that. So anyway, you say you write fanfics, right? So how did you get into writing?
0: Um, I've actually been writing like a few originals like since 2009. I just kind of just had this tree idea in my head, so I decided to try to turn it into a story. Um, and during my holidays, I wrote... Um, one chapter a day, continuously for like a month. But in the end it, the the quality was up in crap and the storyline didn't make half sense. But that was how I got into writing. So when I joined the Pony fandom I realized that there was a website dedicated solely to um, fanfiction for my little pony. And one thing I don't like about net is that fanfiction.net is so wide with so many games, animes, cartoons, that you can't really find good criticisms of people reading your story, especially if you're writing for a source that's not that popular. So I decided to give it a shot and I started writing out some stories off the top of my head and I got criticism. I improved as a writer and I'm really thankful for that.
1: Awesome, awesome, because I'm I'm looking through here and you written like uh, let me see one two three. 13, there's a lot. There's a lot. I, 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 if, 13, I think. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. If I if I were to count them, I'll be looking like a jerk for not knowing nah. it, knowing um knowing it off the top of my head. Mm. It's
0: okay. <laughs> I wrote a total of fifteen stories.
1: Apparently. Fifteen stories.
0: What?
1: And and one of your latest one is about Black Griffin. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: memoirs of Black Griffin. <laughs> Uh, it was just so fun like right that actually. It was really, really, very fun to watch,
1: to like that. You know what you should do? Write about a shipping fig between Griffin and Ellie Monty.
0: <laughs> I think Griffin will kick my ass. No,
1: I think he'd like it. <laughs> I think he will like it.
0: I might. But that all depends on whether he allow me whether he allow me to um do, uh, it. do that. Because I wouldn't wanna do it and you know Writing shipping is a little
1: punchy, especially when you're dealing with your life people. Oh, is uh, have you seen uh, some of their tweets? They're they're really (laughs) (laughs) so funny. Yeah. Uh. Oh,
0: you
1: you can just run with that. But anyway, so when when writing, um, how do you what what inspires you to write?
0: Hard to say. Um, Inspiration for me comes from a lot of different sources. Last time it used to go, it used to come from. Uh draw friends like I'll just go to past draw friends. There'll be this one picture and suddenly like pieces of the story will just fit in my mind that I take that picture, I ask the others for permission to use it, and if I got permission, then I'll start planning, writing the story, stretching it further, and yeah, that's how that's where my inspiration comes from it it can also come from um songs or other stories uh it wrote it works the same way
1: okay, cool so uh For example, also from other bronies, like like Griffin,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, he showed me I was on his screen and he told me like he had this Griffin o c, but um he actually made a pony one, and he he was deciding on the QD mark whether to put it as a griffin or a not and he was debating, so he said that I told him that if he puts it as a griffin, um I can just uh write a fanfic about um the reasoning behind it know, and, uh, and it just came to me because the idea just came to me pieces, clock points all of it just started to fit, and even though he changed, his he chose the cutie mark to be the musical note I still wrote it for him because it's such a free and expanding idea that I really wanted to run it with.
1: okay cool, so you see that um some of your ideas come from uh draw friends or yeah. Are the things that you see. So, and, and with an interesting one here, with uh, memories of a griffin, you say that of, you yeah. you see you see the picture, and you can see plot points, you can see this, you can see that. So, how does that work? Like, you know, I I
0: I wish I knew because um, it hasn't been happening for me recently. That's why my writing has a, kind of slowed down. But when it happens, I have no way to control it. It was it would just be that one picture that has this setting and suddenly my mind would just go hey here's an idea oh here's how this idea will turn out oh here's another plot point another plot point another plot point or another plot point okay go go right and I do it just comes and goes I have no control over it so I just hope that more of it comes soon
1: true true I, I, I've been meaning to read some of your stuff man like uh, there, there, there's this one the warmth in our hearts it's I think yeah. uh, Hearts heartwarming Women Eve sorry
0: Oh yeah, I I wrote that for for more, Christmas and I um put up I put it up for Christmas. It's a very innocent thing. No no action, no um no action, no shipping, nothing. Just six friends, slice of life, flat. Um, that's what it is, and that's why I want to keep it as very true to the theme of MLPs. I could as the best that I could do.
1: Okay, true. I mean, sometimes the the simple stories in life are the best. Like. Uh, I I want to read something heartwarming and um, something simple and making me smile and oh, yeah. th- this looks good I I should read but my my fake list is really too much like it, when I have this free time oh I'll I'll try reading this and suddenly my Gmail pops up say this story has an update this story has an update ah oh yeah <laughs> oh and okay you gotta read that one priority first. <laughs> Yeah, fine. yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll put it in my read-later read list. Right now, I have to read... Well, right now, I've got nothing. I, I've i done almost all of it. Right now, I'm trying to read Luna's Dreamscape Journey. It's a comedy-slash-random fic. And I love comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love comedy, too. But I'm not a
0: good comedy writer because the jokes that seem funny to my head when you put them on paper, you know, they just don't work. Because vocal comedy, uh, paper comedy and cinema comedy is all extremely different. So, yes. what, when, while a joke might work in a cinema or in real life, if you can put it on paper, it just falls really flat.
1: True, and as someone once told me, drama is easy, comedy is hard.
0: Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with
1: that. So, any ideas for your next story or updates for anything? Or... Uh,
0: it's hard to say. I know that, um, I have a very, very short Fleet Fruit story for this collab called The Album uh, by Parajan Cage. I hope I pronounced that correctly. If you are listening to this interview and I put your name, I am so, so sorry. Um, but what it is, is just, he asked um, writers to volunteer to write short, very short, 1,000-2,000 um, word snippets of various people's so I chose Fleet Fruit and. I have it ready. I just need to give a bit of editing and send it to him for a Oh,
1: awesome. So this is a um, global collab then?
0: Yeah, that's a FIM pick uh, under uh, one big thing. It's just simply titled of e-album um, and it's just a collection of different characters, very short chapters, 1,000 to 3,000 words of that pony's life written by
1: um, very one artistic.
0: author. So, there's about, I think, at least 30 or 40 chapters.
1: Okay, so basically it's kind of a compilation of art uh, writers working together to create one fic, then?
0: Not really one fic. Like, the chapters don't link at all. It's sort of like just separate chapters of, like, if you were to take a very average day of, let's say, Twilight Sparkle, what would you see her do? What, What would she do? And... Uh, yeah, that's what one chapter consists of just an like everything
1: in a pony, nothing special just like the work in our minds um, true to the MLP theme so basically a slice of life episode so yeah. that fiction that what do you call it the album right
0: yeah, yeah. so
1: the album what genre is it looking for is it slice of life or all the stories are slice of life or um, each person
0: all the stories should be slice of life there should be um, no action unless I think the code calls for it, but um, most of the stuff would be very basic, I wouldn't say boring, but very relatable actions. Like if I like Pinkie Pie just baking treats and serving to the customers or something like that.
1: Oh, and then knowing Pinky, she'll probably put in an uh, MGS team somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's
1: Oh, Pinky, You're so great, great.
0: I love Pinkie. I love Pinkie. Thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, Dan, any questions for Kelvin here?
2: So, Kelvin, please do explain who is Normandy Jaden. I'm very curious.
0: Um, if you played the game Heavy Rain on the PSP, <laughs> there's a guy called Norman Jaden. I just added the words D at the end, cause you know. I'm imaginative like that and I came up with the name Normandy Jaden and because <laughs> I was too lazy and too lazy sitting on my butt to think of anything else I just stuck with it and well I did, I don't play Mass Effect so I didn't know Normandy was the name of the main ship so every single time I say Normandy Jaden I would get people asking do you play Mass Effect and I'll be like, no no I don't I play Heavy Rain what's that? you know what never mind this <laughs> position is over i just the weather right now
1: <laughs> oh god no <laughs> think, see. When you say uh heavy rain, one thing pops into mind. Press X for Jason.
0: <laughs> Jason! Jason
1: Jason Oh God. Jason! Uh if what if you is he laugh
0: is not the how he called Jason even though that's pretty funny. It's mm. like, I, I imagine the voice actor in his studio just in front of the mind and the voice actor is like, I need to do something Jason louder and the voice actor is like, Oh okay. Jason!
1: no actually uh the, the, there's a playthrough I've seen somebody playing the game and I think the voice actor that did um, the father who's his name I forgot
0: father
1: huh? yeah the father for the oh, kid
0: Mr. Uh, Jaden
1: no Ethan no Mars. yeah I, I think Ethan he only yeah. recorded three lines of Jason <laughs> so you got Jason Jason Jason, Jason. <laughs> oh god three lines that's it that's, it. And,
0: that's all you need
1: if you want I paid
0: a few hundred thousand dollars
1: And if you want to see a funny playthrough go watch two best friend plays oh,
0: uh, best Heavy
1: friend. Rain yeah that, that is very funny uh, oh two best friends you're so cray cray
0: <laughs> yeah so uh, Kelvin Who? where are you from I'm from Singapore okay just clear up. I knew
2: that I'm just trying to help the guests oh yeah
1: I, I forgot, to mention, I, I, I forgot yeah, I to mention gonna, that I forgot to mention that
2: yeah sorry Go
1: ahead, Norman. No, I forgot to mention that Norman D here is my neighbour.
2: <laughs> ah, yes. Why do I... Wise, I, I... Have you like... two met by any chance?
1: Yeah, we, we've we no. met in Singapore when Black Griffin Black came Griffin. down.
2: Oh, okay, I see.
1: And why am I addressing you as Norman D? God dang it.
0: Trust uh, me as Norman
1: D, in your show Norman I don't really mind. Norman Sanzo. Oh, God, no. Oh, I... Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to stick with Kelvin because Kelvin sounds oh, nicer or okay or oh, I just really don't know. I just don't know oh, I, <laughs> oh, I feel like I, I feel like Rainbow Dash going to crawl into a corner because of insecurity right now, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway let's put my let 's put my insecurity on the spotlight because i've been thinking about writing something like I joined film fiction and I haven't written anything yet, so I, I've been thinking about writing something. And my idea, I've put it out there for a while now, is to write a, a slice-of-life kind of comedy-slash-teen-adventures. Not really adventure, but just teen story about how Rainbow Dash discovered that uh, things are not as it seems. Uh, the basis is around somehow somebody out there was making a Daring Do movie, and the, one of the scenes was in the Every Fury Forest. And the actress that's playing Daring Do is coming. And Rainbow Dash is excited to look at, uh, or to meet, the actress playing ah. Daring Do, Because she, uh, in her mind, uh, she thought that, Oh, this, this um, pony that's playing Daring Do, she must be awesome. Yet in reality, she's very shy and timid. Ah, uh, okay. Cut, bring
0: out the stuck pony! Yeah. Bring out the dancing lobsters, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. Um, if you want to roll with it, then just roll with it. Um, if you're scared that you won't write a good story, just don't worry, <laughs> don't worry about it, because um, that's that's uh, that's something I think all artists have to deal with. <laughs> it, it, but seriously, that 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 idea is pretty good. If if you have like a set few chapters in mind, or it's just one chapter, I I think you should go with it.
1: Any tips like how uh, any beginner's mistake to avoid, like uh, yeah, any, uh, any
0: Learn learn about um, attribution of speech. Just that's one of the most important things to get down. It's um, it's like for example, if I say the speech, "I like to party," the pink pony said, and the, "I like to party" is in the quotation marks. Um, you have to put a comma instead of the full stop um, after the word party. So it's "I like to party," comma, the pink pony said. Because um, there's like a whole few rules about attribution of speech, and it's something small, but um, if people read and see that you know proper attribution of speech, it can really make a big difference on when on what they think of your writing. Just don't piss off the grammar nazis. <laughs> yeah, screw the grammar nazis. <laughs> um, oh. no, one, no, one can be perfect uh, Grammar nazis are good if you're reading the story, but if they're going to pick apart every grammar mistake, I mean, that's yeah, what they do yeah I mean okay, fine. I make some mistakes but and for some grammar nazis that don't pursue it, fine they just tell me my mistake. that's great, thank you for telling me my mistake. Thank you for pointing it out but for people well, but for those grammar nazis who harbor on the mistake and think that just because of one or two grammar mistakes the writers bad or something yeah um i i don't I don't like those people
1: <laughs> true true they're,
0: they're it's it's taking.
2: Not necessarily. Yeah. I think this... You can um, run it by, like, you know, anyone. You can run it by me if you want before you put it up, and they can help you weed out
1: all the stuff. True. I think what Calvin is trying to say here, um, or trying to point out is, there's this one Mendo Pony video where he was talking about how internet people think. Yeah. Remember that one? Where how to uh, accept criticism or how to avoid trolls and stuff, and one of those comments, like, say, Oh, yeah, y- y- your song is... Uh, I thought your song was awful, but this one was pretty good, uh, that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, um, if if someone doesn't give you constructive criticisms, uh, there's a really, really fine line between criticisms and insults. You can take criticisms, but insults you should try to not accept. I mean, uh, if you're going to post stuff on the internet, let's face it, insults, trolls are all going to come, haters are going to come, just because you posted something on the internet. It's so easy to succumb. And tell yourself that you're a bad artist or a bad writer or a bad musician or whatever. It's just because one person says it. But you have to tell yourself that these guys aren't giving you constructive criticism. So their judgment might not be the best.
1: True, true. And I also like to do this comparison thing. Okay. you You're criticizing me. Okay. Now, let me see your work. If your work yeah, is exactly. not up to par like mine or we have two different styles or let's just say mine is better than yours I'm not going to take it I'm just going to throw it back into your face because you're not worth the time if your work is much better than mine and you're calling me out for this and then like okay I'll respect your opinion because clearly you are much better than me yeah.
0: for me I understand everyone has their opinion so if I see a insult on my own, I kind of just ignore it it does nothing for me. It does replying would do nothing for either of us. So just leave it be. He's true. not gonna pursue it, I'm not gonna pursue it. True. This true. comment is just gonna fade into the bits of the internet yeah. and no one gets hurt in the process.
1: True. Or the, the dusty method of uh, doing stuff. Comment with a single phrase and then ban. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. But ban's a little harsh. I don't think you can ban or anything.
1: Yeah, but either ban or block. So, um, Kelvin, besides writing, what else do you do?
0: Are you still uh, studying, by the way? Like, oh, you know, uh, yeah. Like yeah university I'm studying thing? in a polytechnic, which I guess... Um, I'm not sure what Americans call it. I guess junior college. I I, I don't know. I'm studying in polytechnic. University, like, something? No. Uh, university is like um, after polytechnic, so it's... Something like of, college? Yeah, I guess. I, I guess college would be the best way to describe it. And okay. I'm in the course of video game, uh, uh, game entertainment technology, which is just Ooh. how to develop video games.
1: Wait, wait, wait. They're teaching that in school these days now? Yeah. Oh. Uh, they
0: College, uh, they have a the course, the, course in it. Yeah, so. yeah, they have a course for, like, everything. I, I actually can't even think of a single job, like, where they don't have the course to. Like, I thought, like, maybe... Balloon decoration, a, go figure.
1: Really? They have it?
0: No, 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 no they, they don't. decoration? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, I don't think so. Only I in know. the US, oh. not here. Wow. Well, they even have a course on that. Well, they have a course on how to be a Jedi. Oh. <laughs> they have a so university dedicated to decoration in the US. Yeah, so, so screw it. Korea <laughs> has <have laughs> a university of together. magic.
1: Kelvin, you're doing video game design, so... Yep, any video inter- game development. No, video game development. So any interesting things or secrets you want to tell people that not that are not in the know in the industry?
0: Um, I don't work in the industry yet, so I know as much as you guys know from IG.com or something. Like uh-huh. uh, I I I just study like the art of making a video game. But as for video games itself, I just catch up with the news like every other person. I don't get secret information. I don't get um, secret confirmation. I have a few teachers that work in the video game industry or used to work in the video game industry, and they're really really cool. But like but since they don't work there anymore they also don't have any you know inside information
1: so I mean I hope
0: they're not the type that you know come out and brag about it oh no
2: no no they're really humble about it because the one I just, that I know that was in my high school just kept bragging that she you know I work for video game I developed this engine this engine this engine nobody cares ma'am. just
0: teach us how to use the keyboard
1: okay.
0: <laughs> uh, no, nah, my the, the teachers I know they're all really humble they, they don't mention like they mention it once when when we meet them so that they know that, so that we know that they have experience and they're not just, you know, basic um, teachers. So they mentioned it once. They say that, you know, I've worked on this game. I was a programmer on this game. I was a designer on this game. So, you know, I'm more than qualified to teach you this subject just, you know, to confirm that what they're saying is not made up PowerPoint slides or Google <laughs> or something. So, yeah, but other than that, they don't really mention it unless you ask them. But they have a lot of really cool stories about... Video game development in the real industry and how really tough it
2: is, and you gotta brace yourself for it. Uh, yes, I can, none, none that I can think of at the moment, but uh,
1: it'll come. Anything you got? Left? Yep, yep, there's one. So, oh, yeah. you recently joined the fandom in May, March, um,
0: uh, March of last year,
1: yeah, March of 2012, and yeah. you have been really prominent in the Twitterverse as a Twitter brony, how, how did you start out? Like, any tips for uh, newcomers to the Twitterverse to handle themselves?
0: <laughs> I don't know what to say. As in, for me, I just followed people that I thought were interesting, were nice, and I just started to reply a few of their tweets. I got into a conversation with them, you know. If you want to start a conversation with them, don't act like um, some fan in there, like a big girl. Just treat them like a normal person. That's one of the most important tips. Um, they're just another guy. Talk to them like you would to any other guy or girl, and they're really nice. They're they're really welcoming, and I think that's one of the great things about talking to bronies They are really warm. Most of them are really warm. Oh, okay.
1: Cool. <laughs> and the um, the the other thing is that uh, I noticed that you talk to a lot of uh, voice actors and actresses and some of them respond to you. Like, uh, a good example is Lee Tokar. Uh, Lee?
0: Uh, Lee, if I'm not wrong, Lee responds to most, if not all of his replies. So. Uh, but Lee's a, I, uh, Lee's a really cool guy. He's um, he's such a ambitious guy, and he's really, really, really amazing to just converse with. <laughs> he's so
1: funny. I know, I get the feeling, and I feel that... Um, he is awesome in that uh, he's kind of... Oh, you you have that awesome friend, and he's that guy.
2: Yeah. He is an awesome, dude. It's like running through his blood kind
1: of deal. Yeah. Awesome is part of my DNA. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, here's, here's the thing. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you're part of FanDuel, right? No. Not officially. I mean,
0: there's a FanDuel Skype call, like... Where fans of fanbuild can go on uh, talk to other people who are interested in fanbuild. I am part of that, but as for officially involved in fanbuild, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I'm just interested in the idea of fanbuild, and if I can get a writing, I would not say job, but a writing role in any of the animations, I'd be more than happy to. Or even pitch my own, um, pitch my own animation idea or something. I'm just interested in the idea uh, I'm not officially involved in
1: fandom in any way uh, okay, because you're
0: a fan of fandom yeah, yeah I'm a, fan, <laughs> of, I, I'm a fandom fan of fandom
1: wow so meta so meta because, so
2: fandom uh, within fandom and a fan of that fandom
1: no no see and fan build is something different because fan is
2: I need uh, to get to know fan I don't really know what it's about
1: basically from what I understand it's a compilation of, uh, sorry, it's a group of people where they work together to create um, a short film or a project or whatever um, it is. Yeah, it's sort of like imagine this website where you can
0: go to. And you can either pitch an animation idea or you can join other people who are looking for animators, writers, voice actors, etc. Is it restricted to MLP?
1: No. No, no, no,
0: no. It's not at all related to MLP in any way. Um, It's sort of like an online animation studio where you can gather and start a project with a bunch of other people. And you can post your episodes online and then, um, you know, uh, if it's popular enough, then um, you can put it, then it gives you a reason to put it on a, on your resume if you're trying to get a job in the animation industry. At least that's what I'm, that, that's what, uh, I'm sure Family does, yeah. And if um, I understand
1: right, yeah. sorry, uh, if I understand right, uh, if your, uh, project is really good and does not infringe on any, um, copyright laws, yeah, yeah, uh, they'll try to put it up on it's network well, yeah.
0: TV. Yeah. Okay, um, that's the lead Toka's plan, yeah.
1: Huh. And you'll oh, get paid. Me in. You'll, you 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 even get paid.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm graduating next year. I need
0: a, I need a job, so <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. hasn't officially launched yet. It started as a soft launch, but the hard launch is still on its way.
2: I mean, you can earn money right now from doing fan projects and uh, i know, wish if I, if I pay my if i pay attention in class and stop you know sleeping at two in the morning, I might be able to do something
1: oh on this <laughs> show, probably not <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um uh, i'm I'm done with my set of questions. what about you dan
2: yeah um calvin, do you happen to have an o c oh uh,
0: yes, his name is um Spockplug. Spock vlog Sometimes yeah, sounds a car um, junkie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sort of he's, he, he's an inventor, sort of. Um, you got a picture? Uh, yeah. If you go to my F I M fiction account, uh, Devscar, you uh, my profile pic is um, Spocklock. Uh, let yeah, that's how it goes.
1: Yeah, I I I see him now. He is a very. Is it orange or brown?
0: Uh, brown. I just, like, random color until I found one that wasn't absolutely repulsive. Like, how Osaka Jam made his um, OC, I kind of did it the same way. I random until I found a color that wasn't absolutely repulsive. <laughs> uh, then I just changed, like, a bit of the main color until I found something I liked. Changed the style and all that until, hey, OC!
1: <laughs> yeah, and the two pliers or spanners.
0: Oh, yeah, those are the um, two monkey two wrenches as his two are in an explanation. Signifies
1: ah. his inventive personality oh. and his inventive talent. Wow, that's so cool! Uh, for me, I I just created something really simple. Oh, I wanted to have this character, an earth pony, really blend, And I'll just import the hair from my previous fandom, okay? Insert it there. And hmm, colors. Um, I I want to look normal. No, nothing so fancy with any colors. Just brown, brown and brown. Yay! Oh, simple.
2: You're the polar opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> I went all out. I had to have, like, the greatest damn OC alive.
1: Oh, uh, no. See, that's the mistake. Uh, that's mistake number one. There's no there's no such thing as the greatest damn OC alive, unless you're this Lauren is Faust.
2: my universe.
1: No. So,
2: yeah, she's the princess of my universe in that sense.
1: Oh, if you say so. Lauren Faust has the best OC, man. Seriously.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, in the world, yeah.
1: pillow OC is the best.
2: That's not OC. That's freaking canon.
1: Yeah, technically O.C. Uh, Hasbro did not acknowledge her existence, so he's an O.C. So that was Kelvin Devska, and thank you for answering our questions, uh, Kelvin. It, it was fun talking to you about um, video games, stories, Twitter. What else did we touch? Life? <laughs> life? What's the meaning of life? I don't know. Bacon.
0: 42. 42. 42 is the meaning let's ask google
1: <laughs> oh that's not so anyway thank you once again uh no kelvin for answering our questions I-, I hope you're not too annoying no no if no. not
0: you're not annoying at all it was um, really fun
1: okay so let's try something uh something new um I asked on Facebook about what should we talk about as topic time. And I got a few answers. And here's something interesting that I think that might interest you guys. A user called... Give me a second. Let me copy pasta because I am very bad at pronouncing names. Could somebody help me with this name? This is in Skype.
2: Kuzairi, I think. Kuzairi.
1: Oh, wait I, wait.
0: I know that person,
1: right? Wait. not followed. I, I think I, saw, I asked on ABH. So, well,
2: it, it looks Malay, so just pronounce it as you will with yeah. a Malay name.
1: I got no idea. So Kuzairi. So he sorry. asks, how MLP would affect Japan and such or how Japan would affect MLP? So I think this is a rather interesting question with the whole Japanese release. Um, sorry, with the whole Japanese dub being aired and stuff. And from what I noticed, ponies in Japan and how they're handling it, it's pretty interesting. It's good. I, I, I know that you don't watch it that much, time, hey, Kelvin? Because of the... Uh,
0: yeah, it's, I've, I've never been much of a fan for um, anime or Japanese pop, Korean pop. Uh, it's just... It's not my kind of animation. <laughs> that's, that's just about it. It's just my personal opinion. I know a lot of people love it. I totally respect that. I can see why.
1: Okay, but <laughs> from... Really well, it is a dub, not a remake. So uh, I think we all seen the episode, but in yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, let let me just describe the whole scenario of the whole show or the well, base on the Japanese dub. Um, the intro is one minute long, and so is the outro. And some of the scenes in the middle got cut.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. Oh really?
1: Yeah, they, they cut. Um, if you notice... for the if, outro and the intro. I think so. That and it could be because of ad time in Japan are much longer or much shorter. Ah yes, depending. yes, yes, yes.
2: Yeah. But one thing that I notice is that there's a clock on the screen. And oh. It shows you what time it is. Now I tell you, if I had this on Disney Channel or Cartoon Network when I was seven or eight years old, I would be a lot smarter than I am today.
1: <laughs> Telling the time. I don't know. That's standard Japanese um, uh, TV. They they show clocks at the side to tell the time. I, I, I'm i not sure how to describe it. I, I'm not pure, I, I I'm, I'm not into the Japanese scene that much. But anyway, there's a few scenes that cut. Uh, for example, is the scene when Twilight arrives in Ponyville. And when she got off the chariot, she said thank you to the guard. But in the Japanese dub, they cut it off.
0: Ain't nobody got time for that. Huh. Ain't nobody got time for that. Y'all need cheese. <laughs> Y'all need chicken.
1: Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, this show's
2: going to hell. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyway. but basically, let's just rewind a little bit and go to the intro. Now, dear Princess Celestia, I learned one thing from this. Japanese anime intros have nothing to do with the show.
1: Actually, they could have... Mirai
2: Start translates to a love song. I'm like, what?
1: Mirai Start. Uh, I don't know.
2: That's the name of the theme song. And it's like, okay, it's cute. It's got that high, high, high in it. And it's like, okay, fine. It's nice. It's cute. That wait, what does this song mean? And it's like, I'm going to meet you today and something like that. I'm like, okay okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. This is not a love story. This is not Johnny Bravo Pony Edition. Uh, Why are they playing a the love song? I
1: think you're interpreting it the wrong way because do remember Japanese have more than... One word could mean a lot of things.
2: I read the translation, so I guess, you yeah. know, one person's whole translation song being
1: translated and
2: having that kind of context could be, really be wrong.
1: Could be that person's. Uh,
2: I don't understand Japanese.
1: Yeah, me too. But um, for the song, uh, interestingly enough, it's sung by the Japanese dubbing Pie, Mimori Suzuko. Oh. Yeah. And funny enough, she voices a lot of other characters in some other animes that people might or might not watch, like uh, uh, Milky Holmes, Detective Something I don't remember, and also oh, Kappa Vanguard. Yeah.
2: And then you know, thanks to all the Valentine's Day crap, I know what Aishituru sounds like, and I can <sighs> hear it in that song. So basically, yeah, I think they're going in that direction because I don't think Aishituru means something else in Pony.
1: Yeah, but say I love something. I don't know. You, you know, sometimes some people got some other things to say. I don't know. It's just a song. Don't take it too seriously.
2: No, no, it's not that. It's just that I look at it and I'm like, why? I thought, you know, because the Italian version has that nice rock song, you know, Go and Fly My Little Pony. <laughs> and uh, the rest all have nice translations and suddenly Japan comes in. Oh, What's going s-
1: on? No, you see, <laughs> the 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 other thing is, um, you have to understand about Japan is. When they create an intro opening for any show, anime or anything like that, they're trying to sell you stuff in general because... What do you mean by that? Okay. Certain artists in Japan like to insert their song into an anime, especially for Naruto, Bleach, Cardfight Vanguard, even Pokemon or even other other animes out there and... um, Especially for Naruto, when they use a theme song, sometimes in Naruto, it doesn't relate anything at all with the whole show. It's just a song to be embedded there. It's just a song. And oh, right. they're selling the song. Do you know the principle of if I hear this 52 times, I'm going to like it?
2: Oh, yeah, you know, same thing happens with a lot of viral music.
1: Yeah, so it's basically, they're trying to do that. Like, insert song here in uh, the intro for an anime and make it play every week.
2: Oh, right.
1: people or fans of the show will automatically purchase the song or album. Usually in Japan, what they do is they release singles with uh, the song that you want, another song that's not related at all with the anime that you're watching, and uh, instrumental for both songs. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky! And it's just a mini disc. It's not even a full-fledged disc.
2: Mini disc? They still
1: use that stuff? Uh, if if you think about it, just for four songs. Okay. Yeah. So that's how Japan usually does their well sell their products. And with toys in Japan, like um, how do I want to explain this? Yeah, for. Ponies in Japan, um, what they try to do is insert the song in the beginning. Uh, that's Mimori's album or single, her first single, she inserted there. And in the end, there's this kind of Aki... I'm um, sorry. Um, the credit a- song is different, right? Yeah, it's ak 42 clone something. I don't know. HK-42 as a clone? Damn. Oh, I, I, I got no idea. It, it's a... It's a manufactured Japanese pop band thing like what the Koreans are doing, now the Japanese are copying. So, but basically, what they do is they insert an end song there and hope that somebody. Uh, it's just it's just copy what I said from the beginning and put it here in the back.
2: I see what you mean. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's the same thing. Um, that's how Japan um, sells their swags. All right. Also, the other thing is the company that's dubbing the show is Pushirod. Yep. And Pushirod here is another interesting uh, group. Yeah, they dropped in their little blurb right after the start. That's standard because they're trying to tell the audience that this show is sponsored by uh, if a company name is I mean, you said... You don't
2: see Hasbro and DHX doing that. Why in Japan? Is it common to find this in anime?
1: It's common because um, it says who sponsored the show. If a show gets mentioned, or no, if a company gets mentioned... Uh, or top billing, as they say, they spend a lot of money. And in this case, Bushiro spent a lot of cash to bring in Pony and dub it. Okay. I think it's
2: paying off. It's going to pay off anyway.
1: I don't know. I've I heard some Japanese Pony fans that watch the Dub series talk about it and they say, why did this scene got cut? Why did that scene got cut?
2: I've seen some of my friends who watch the show in Japanese, they're like, the voices, this, I don't know how they arrive at this conclusion, but they say the voices of the ponies in Japanese kind of suit the ponies better than the English scenes. I don't know.
1: Why. I kind of not agree.
2: Now, some of them don't watch the English that much, but they say it looks almost like organic in a sense that the ponies' voice matches the, the Japanese voice. I mean, we are so, so cu- accustomed
1: to the English. No, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I, I see what your friend's trying to say, and I agree to a point, because. Pinkie Pie sounds really good, but Andre Lickman did better. Fluttershy's voice is really shy, and it's up to par. Twilight Sparkle is really awesome also. Rainbow Dash is awesome. Rarity, for me, they dropped the ball, because Rarity is like she has that um, frou I won't say through Um, Help me here, guys, because her tone in her voice, what would you call it? Formal. Formal. Stuck Expensive. up. Yeah. All, all those kind of things that you would think of um, her. <laughs> I am
2: not whining. Yeah.
1: That, that kind of tone. And the Japanese, they didn't do that. Yeah. To
2: me, Actually, I they they wanted to cringe. be a lighthearted show, you know, not too many serious ponies in it. I would like to hear, you know, a bit more Princess Celestia. I don't think I've heard her voice just yet. I haven't watched the second part of yeah, the
1: first Yeah. D- d- do, do, do watch the second part. And Celestia's voice in Japanese also works. And. Uh I think Osaka Jack would appreciate this because Applejack didn't use any Kansai accent for her speech. So, that's awesome.
2: Uh, what do you mean Kansai accent?
1: accent? In most animes or Japanese shows, uh, to represent somebody from the south, or in their case, um, hillbilly, something like that, they go for Kansai accent. It's like somebody saying... um. How do I? I I don't know how to speak Japanese, but this going so, um something something yeah. Oh, okay.
2: But yeah. I could hear they were trying to aim for very Japanese ish. Not, not to say Japanese. Trying to aim for southern, but was speaking Japanese like yeah, like huh? Wait, what? But that's, I'm not
1: used to that. But that's technically f- formal. That's that's technically um better than what they're trying to uh, trying to do. Because okay. in I'm some, I'm
2: not very sure what they are trying to do, to be yeah. honest.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's because
2: a... as far as I'm concerned, it can't take sad people seriously. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, there's there's a few scenes in part two. Do you guys remember the scene where Pinky Pie found the Elements of Harmony?
2: I haven't watched part
1: two. Oh come on, you don't, Me? you haven't watched part two at all.
2: Not the Japanese one.
1: Yeah, you remember the scene where she found the. Uh, elements of Harmony.
2: Uh, the in the English one,
1: yeah, of course. Yeah. The book, right? Yeah. And then they cut that part out. Oh, oh. I I kind of understand why they cut it out because. Why so? The joke didn't work. Oh, okay. Because how would a Japanese say that it was under E while yeah? yeah so true, true. very true. Yeah, so some jokes, they have to cut it out. And this this is going to be really interesting when they come You're to... You're Asian. You
2: read. You should know all this.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I don't know no Japanese. No, I'm
2: thinking that could be a joke. You know, it's a book. It's a library. You're Asian. You spend your whole day reading.
1: So, but anyway, I, I, this is going to be an interesting thing. When they come to the last roundup, are they going to cut Derpy out? Or are they just going to leave it in? I think
0: they're I just leave it in. Because Derpy, did, Derpy didn't really tell a joke. Yeah, but... Right? The, Nah, uh, I think they cut it out, because without the fan-following, not that Derpy can't exist by herself, but Derpy by herself, um, in the Japanese way, I'm not sure if they know what's wrong with Derpy, because they're just taking the original episodes and just, you know, dubbing over them. I think they might just leave Derpy in, but if they know of the controversy that Derpy is causing, um, they might just take it out, because, you know, the voices are very touchy and all that. Yeah. Oh, yes.
1: But they could just leave it in and use the remastered version from iTunes.
0: No yeah, but, they could. They no, could. but they need their own but that doesn't change anything. The only change in the remastered version was the lines that Rainbow dash to Derby. And i even and even then they still have to have a Japanese derby voice. So I think that if they don't mind having a Japanese derby voice go, you know, go nuts. But um if you know they know what's happening, Hasbro is you know a bit cautious about having a Japanese Derby voice because uh, the American Derpy got such um, flame, Then they might just cut it out. But
2: I think the Japanese people know how to behave themselves a little more, so maybe. Uh, I
1: I think I, for I, this comp- I think for the whole situation right now is A they could just leave it B as what we seen in you know, the original stream or the original debut of Derpy, or they could just use the iTunes version where. Derpy eyes was corrected and her eyes, um, sorry, her eyes were corrected and her voice changed. But since this is a dub, um, I think they're gonna pay close attention to her voice and the eyes are just gonna be normal.
0: Yeah, um, true. I I think even you know that little
2: Derpy, uh, for the lack of a better word, uh, slow character in it's quite common in anime shows, isn't it? Yeah, that one I mean, little dizzy, air-headed yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, dizzy, air-headed, clumsy fella. I think it's more common there, so it's probably more socially accepted. It might just happen in Japan because they uh, know how to behave themselves.
1: I I don't know. It, now it's all speculation, but honestly, thinking yeah. like they could just use the um, remastered version and just go with their voice. But <laughs> it's a long way to go. They're just in what episode? Coming to episode three soon. So we'll we'll see we'll see. And I'll take a look and compare um, the original footage to what they have because I want to see what they cut out. Because interestingly enough, the Japanese dub cut out the Pinkie Pie joke. That that was funny. It wasn't the E. It wasn't the E. It wasn't the E. Um, uh, and, and the thing is, I was watching it and I'm like, why?
2: The-? Okay. Something Japanese, Japanese elemental harmony, or like, don't you have Japanese for element and harmony?
1: You see, sometimes they don't want to use their own words because of names, like because it's a key item. Like, yeah. um, it's a it's a key item, so they don't wanna. Uh, I mean, I
2: understand for a name like Pinkie Pie or Twilight Sparkle, maybe because yeah, you tend to romanize it. but elements of harmony is such is, is such a. You know, And I think even in the Spanish dub, it goes to their no, own uh,
1: language. You, you see, there's, there's a few things about uh, other people. So, how do you put this? Like what Kelvin was saying, uh, is a key item, it's a key thing, or help me out here, Kelvin. It's a key item? No, well, you... it, 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 it's,
0: it's a very important item in the universe. So using using the, the literal words of elements of harmony gives it that, sense of importance that you know if you just translate it straight to Japanese, you know, you um they want to make it sound more important and I think they kinda of also want to um uh how I put this uh, make sure that um the people the the people watching can how I put this like
1: identify I with the item
0: they can identify as soon as it says Elements of harmony, like those two words, are one of the key items in um, MLP that's referenced a lot. So if they, so by using the English words, it makes it instantly relatable. And when and when that word comes out, I think that they they will easily be, a, yeah, that's a key item. Just you know, it's not in typical Japanese fashion. Really so now. Yeah, be- because as far as I know,
2: it's like when English is substituted in another language, it's sometimes because you're cursing and someone. Like, you know, Razopi just made a joke about how Hindi movies tend to go. Idiot. And you know, English tends to be that word that they they, they they just call, they just look for a word to insult other people. And they can't find a word in their own language, so they use a common curse word that's always found in English. But
1: then here's the thing: uh, you're 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 turning from uh, Indian to English. now. It's I mean, English... even here,
2: we, we, no, I, mean, I don't know see, about you guys, but we curse each other in Cantonese all day long. No, but so. see,
1: the thing is, we, the conversation here is now is English to Japanese. So, you're, what you're trying to say here or what you're trying to argue here is kind of invalid why the Japanese don't use their own words.
2: No, I'm not trying to argue it. I'm just wondering why. I'm still, I'm still trying to understand the whole concept of bringing in and not translating. It's like, if you don't translate it, something is English. It's like, i don 't understand why it has to be done that way because it's not like Japanese all have watched the English one before, and no, they
1: know. Oh, I kind of agree with what Kelvin just said because like when when somebody, when a character says a limit of harmony um, the the viewers or the Japanese audience will click oh, that 's an important item because they say it in English, they didn 't translate it, so I mean, they didn't be- do it
2: in the English version, so it 's still an important item. You know, in, well, in the whole deal of uh, My Little Pony, it's not like they are the... Then they suddenly come up with a Latin word for it. It's no, not see, like they did no, that in the
1: English one. No, no, you're getting it all confused. Because what you're trying to say here is...
2: Why does the Japanese show need more emphasis in particular, in that yeah. sense?
1: No, because some... <laughs>
0: uh, you, if you... If you um, in any uh, we won't know why, but that's kind of how it goes. Like, if... Um, if you see Dragon Ball Z when they shout Spirit Bomb, they don't shout Japanese words for Spirit Bomb. They don't go Spirit Bombos. At least that's why. I, at least also, that's why it happens in almost like all, it. all animes. When something like so. superpower, like you shouting out the move, and it has the English click, like it wouldn't sound as good in Japanese. So that's oh, nothing okay. English yeah. click. It's like it's all like hyper superpower laser beam. That is like uh, there's this, this really cool English name like um planet destroyer or planet cracker or something you translate that to Japanese game imagine how weird or maybe there's something clashing with it but when you just go up planet cracker it has the impact that um, is missing if you translate it to
1: into Japanese true true and there's a few things also that you want to make it sound cool because let's just say a fighting game let's put example the king of fighters um, one of the characters called Terry Bogard one of his power is power geyser and they don't translate it to Japanese. Like they just say power gaiza, and that's about it. Because if you translate to into Japanese, it will sound all weird. But then we'll think about it and we'll try and yeah, it's somehow the cool factor. How how cool does it sound? And there is also a catch twenty two when you um, take it, take something Japanese and turn it into English because when you say kamehameha, I think the literal translation is. Uh turtle beam? She, uh, turtle beam or something like that?
0: Uh, it's it's something really, really, really long or something. Wait,
1: huh? Yeah, it's like uh, it's um the what's
0: it called? The um turtle devastation wave. Yeah. So it's like Okay, So can you imagine like a guy just go, Turtle Devastation Wave?
1: That doesn't sound cool. Well it sounds like sounds like some sort of kong-kong cold- technique you see in a B-rated fu cold- movie. Well, well, maybe mean- I don't share your enthusiasm.
2: Because, I mean, the only thing that I got out of it was more like, after watching Halfway, okay, from that one line, I can start to uh, recall what the heck they're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. see, see that's what they want.
2: But I'm not Japanese. Yeah,
1: I but no, see, Japanese. that's what they want. See, if you can recall what they're trying to say or you can click on what they're trying to say because... I mean,
2: I'm trying to click back from the English episode yeah, but, I'm thinking in English. I don't know how to think in Japanese. Yeah,
1: but the thing is what they're trying to... Well, the message they're trying to say is, if you hear a phrase, no matter what language you hear it, or if it's a prominent phrase, you automatically click, because the elements of harmony is an important item in that world.
2: It wasn't really the elements of harmony that clicked, it was more of the names of the ponies, where, like, oh, okay, they're talking about yeah.
1: Pinky, oh, no they're
0: talking this. about Luna, they're talking about this, they're talking about yeah. that, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the same concept, because yeah. um, you're, you're clicking with... Stuff that is out of context. Like suddenly you know there is a Japanese name for like Pinkie Pie it could have been very Twilight Sparkle. But the reason that they said it to English is so that you instantly relate that this is something key. This is something that is important to the show that is recurring. So if if you put it all in Japanese then nothing really stands out. They make But that's in English. Everything is in English in the English show and it doesn't happen there.
1: No, see, the, the, you're trying to argue two different states of...
2: No, 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 no. I'm trying to understand
0: why the Japanese no, people do this, because the English show doesn't do it. No, basically. no, because it started out as an English show, as in, if, how do I put this, if, okay, if a Japanese anime were to be translated to English, the word Kamehameha will still remain as Kamehameha in English. Because okay. it's the original version of the Japanese, already solidified the word kamehameha as right. the key phrase. Um, as the key phrase, the character was shout out when um, when he I, when he cast the spell, which allows the American audience to identify.
1: Or well, even because it
0: already ch- it was originally changed from the Japanese version to the English. Yeah. But if you for the English version, now this is the opposite. Imagine that MLP is to. Um, Is to Japan what Dragon Ball Z is to America. It's the same thing. They're switching the words for elements of harmony relating to Kamehameha. They have no reason to change it into a full Japanese word because it's something signature, it's something relatable, it's something that you can identify with. Um, okay. So there's no way for you to change it. There's no need for you to change it.
1: True, India, I agree. And then you seem to don't agree.
2: No, it was just it's not more of an agree or disagree thing. It's just um, I was confused to be honest. No, right. Right. Now, now yeah. I now I see things a little clearer. So, I'm not trying to argue a point or anything.
1: Okay, so okay, here's a bad example of somebody doing it wrong. Um, you guys know the show initially, right?
0: Nope. Yes. I, I know it, but I don't watch it. Yeah, but I only okay. know about the Taofu song.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, basically, you got the main character, Fujiwara, Takumi, and then... Yeah, is that got, the dude
2: that drives the Corolla and delivers taofu?
1: Yeah. But and then, like, you got this character, Ryosuke something. You want to know what they did in the English dub? What? They totally changed the name. Totally. Like, uh, Ryosuke, they turned to TK, RK, or whatever, and then, like... Um, I don't remember what Takumi's name is because it changed to something strange let me try and see uh maybe they did something because i'm trying to remember because i didn't like the english dub or the english translation of the whole show yeah in the Jap- in, in the english dub they changed uh fujiwara takumi to tak Tuck. TAK, that's all and then th- there's a few things like r-y-k-t and no it just don't work it just don't work
2: i mean it wouldn't make much difference to me because they're
1: just names yeah see that's the thing now, think about ponies. If they change the name to Japanese, yeah,
2: yeah, I it wouldn't make much of a difference.
1: Really, you won't, you won't, you, you won't groan like, oh god, they changed my favorite character, Pinkie let's Pie to. um, let's Un-
2: say not j- at all. I mean, unless you translate pie
0: into the food, then
2: otherwise, no, there's, no, there's not, there's not much. Let's to say like are to
0: a see. Japanese person who has been watching American. Um, a Japanese of american NLP, all of a sudden, it translates back and all of a sudden, Pinky Pie is the just a flat Japanese word for pie. That's yeah. it. Oh. That's, that's kind of poor
2: translation. I mean, we are over with the days of all your base I belong to us, so I suppose they'll do a better job.
1: Yeah, but see... now yeah, but what we'll happened to talk? Yeah, see, that, that's <laughs> yeah, one exactly. example. And also, okay, here's a... Um, She's going to be something local that our international people might not understand what I'm trying to say. But just imagine this. Like Pinkie Pie, a uh, direct translation to Malay would call uh, Pai Merah Jambu. Just imagine that. That's her name. And then okay. each character will say, Pai Merah Jambu, Pai Merah Jambu. That, just imagine that. And then like that running through your head. Every time, every time, you knowing her real name but the Malay dub calls her that and then that carries over to the younger generation who are watching it and they call her Pai Mera Jambu and like, oh my god! Or okay. even worse, or Awan Plangi. that's Rainbow Dash. No, uh, Dash Dash is Awan Pelangi uh, Pecut, that's okay. the direct translation, just imagine that. Bouncing in your head all the time. Oh my God, that's going to be so bad. And
2: but it works for Chinese because when we talked see, to Draco a few episodes ago,
1: it's like
2: it, it worked. But you if have to un- translation. The names are translated very well, True. and some of them are actually literal translations yeah, because ponies don't take on names like like little pet shop. They don't have names like so no. Trent or anything. No, that but is see, the, to
1: translate. the the thing okay. is, um, it's based on culture. Also, you were saying that Italian uses some kind of uh, phrase that they have. See, each culture or each country or each language, have their own way of doing stuff. Um, the Japanese, they tend to use English, they tend to borrow English words. And the Chinese, oh. sometimes they don't have an English word, or they don't see. They do, actually. Yeah, I know, but most of the Chinese citizens don't understand a word, a word of English. So, to use a word of English in a show that is meant for kids, it's some kind of disruptive, so they have to change the phrase and Chinese always tend to do their own thing.
2: I see. Okay, now that makes it clearer. Yeah,
1: is but I think Calvin and I have been trying to say this from the start and... Uh...
2: No, I kind of understood you all but it's just like the only, re- the only thing is that I was just trying to say I just didn't understand why and why that you know, across other cultures because you're saying it made it sound important and I'm like why does the Japan why are the Japanese people like for lack of a better word dumb enough not to know what's important?
1: Yeah, it's that click, it's that click. Like, when you say iPhone, iPad, or Apple, you automatically think um, that Apple brand product. And you say Windows 7, you automatically think sucks. Windows 8
0: sucks. (laughs) Windows 8? Windows 8. Sucks? Windows 7 is good.
1: Yeah, sorry, did I say 7 or 8?
0: Yeah, you said 7.
1: Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, Windows 8, yeah. When you say Windows because 8 it only okay. sucks if you don't know how to use it. Yeah, you need a touchscreen. That's going to another topic. But see, it's those keywords, those key phrases. And then when you say Android, automatically Samsung. Uh, so for some no. people, maybe majority Samsung. But some people say Sony, some people say HTC. Android is
2: Google, damn it.
1: Ugh, you and I know, but most of the rest of the world, it's Samsung. That's nice. how that's how the world thinks, but see those key phrases, and when you say elements of harmony, ultimately elements of harmony that's a key phrase. There's a book that Twilight has that will not be referred until season two, episode one.
0: No, um, right? They referred it into in one of the episodes
1: right? oh. I, I thought they didn't refer it until season two because um, they. No, only, no, I don't. I
0: I haven't watched like. I haven't watched
1: season one episodes for like so
0: long. <laughs> Same here, <laughs> so long. man. I have to go rewatch it. I, I just have to. Although although there are some episodes that I know I'm gonna skip. Like I cannot watch the mysterious Madewell again. <laughs> I I I, I wanted to like spread back... that's not how like, Rainbow act. That's not how Rainbow will act. Rainbow <laughs> is not that. <there." laughs> oh, there okay. That goes another computer. Just, oh like,
1: god. Oh, <laughs> do we know? I'm finish
0: watching that episode. Screw, screw that.
1: But I I, I kind of. I'm okay with that episode because of the song. Uh, wait, mysterious background. Sorry, not that the song, song, but not not the song, but the background music. Because if you listen, it reminded you so much of Batman the animated series.
0: But um, I I really didn't like that episode because you know what. I, um, I, okay, this is my personal speculation, and I know that I'm probably wrong. But what I think happened was that this new writer came, and uh, she wanted to write something. So I'm uh, very rather real in by the way. Um, yeah. I, I, I did enjoy some of her episodes. Uh, Manuel just wasn't one of my favorites, although I know that some people actually like the episode. And mm-hmm. if I'm with that, that's their opinion. So mm-hmm. what I think happened was that they just gave her overviews of each character so they, they, they actually just told her, you know, Raybo is this competitive, slightly arrogant, yet compassionate person. So she tried to show that, but I think she accidentally might have showed too much of the arrogant persona. Just, if you describe Raybo, Dash, you describe her as competitive and a <laughs> bit arrogant.
1: True, but and I, I... And I... I think that's
0: what happened. But, you know, that's just a theory. Probably wrong, though.
1: No, uh, I don't disagree, because um, I remember, um, you know this one YouTube guy called Data Brony? Uh, ah, yeah, sorry, Digibroni, yeah. yeah. He did a really good analysis of the few episodes that, um, well... Ranguello. Yeah, Marrieda did, like, the mysterious Marrieda is one of them. Okay. And he said that Rainbow Dash is one of the only characters that had a noticeable character development cycle because in Season 1, she was confident, yet she was scared of um, failing and had stage fright in Sonic Rainbow. And moving on to Season 2, she was overconfident. She was ah. too overconfident. And if you notice how the cycle went, like, she saved that kid's life... Was it saving the kid's life at first?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Was stopping the carriage, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then, like, um, it, you see, uh, it slowly increases her ego. It slowly, like, uh, put her ego way up high, over 9,000 kind of deal. Where she's like, I'm so awesome that nothing can, uh, nothing can hurt me. And her friends could have taught her a lesson uh, in a nicer way, but with Rainbow Dash, you need to up the ante. Some kind I, kind of deal. I didn't really
0: like the episode because it was a lot of build up for a very dis for a very predictable ending and disappointing uh, payoff. It yeah. was sort of, it was sort of. It's a tried and true written formula. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. MLP writers do um, very predictable stories, but they do it well. They do it, uh, and they do it with a unique twist. This felt like you could take the premise of the episode and fit it with like, almost every other cartoon that even has a slightly arrogant character, and it would just it would turn out the same. Mm. It would, there wouldn't be much of a change, which is just like, as, as, as a personal um, bug to me. So true, true. that's why I didn't really like the episode, and I felt that it overplayed Rainbow's character a bit too much. Yeah. I understand that you want to show that she's arrogant, but I don't think that Rainbow would be the type to take her arrogance into actually being angry that, um, how do I put this, she wouldn't take her arrogance that far, she wouldn't take her arrogance to almost demand for so much attention. Yeah. She is she is attention craving, but I think that will just overplay just
1: like a a bit too much in my opinion. Yeah, I can agree. I, I for what you're trying to say and what the try the show is trying to do, yeah, I can I can understand both sides. And here's an interesting fact. Moving on to season three, another Rainbow Dash episode is the Wonderboard Academy. And in this episode, if you notice, Mary Weather Williams write it. And in this episode, Rainbow Dash is true and loyal. And she shows that um, I want to be great, but I don't want to over, out overshine other people. Like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, give them their time also. And the character, her partner, who was it? Um, who was that other Pegasus side that was with her? Uh, lightning dust. Uh, yeah, lightning dust. Lightning yeah. dust. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, lightning, lightning dust. Is it lightning dust? Because I'm a bit derpy. Light, yeah, It's yeah, definitely okay. lightning dust. Yeah. Okay. With and with lightning dust. They they say a few like uh, what people's been saying like like Dust is to Rainbow Dash in season one.
0: Ah,
1: yeah, and like Rainbow Dash is um, matured in her attitude. She knows how to control herself. She knows.
0: Yeah, I I I like the Wonderbol Academy, so I thought it was a very good episode to show the contrast between how much Rainbow character has grown and how Rainbow is a, like she has learned from the lesson that she's written to the princess. And how I think it was just a big play over Rainbow's previous personality versus Rainbow's current personality that she does, in fact, learn and nurture and evolve, grow better with the friendship lessons she's learned with the main things.
1: That's really neat. Th-
0: it, it, it's a very good juxtaposition of um, old Rainbow Dash versus um, how Rainbow Dash is really like or what people would call the new Rainbow Dash.
1: Yeah, and see, that's that's the thing I like about ponies because um, they tend to keep with continuity. That that yeah, is what yeah, I definitely. enjoy.
0: Though so, um, I truth be told, I, I I'm not gonna insult Fluttershy fans here, but Fluttershy seems to have the least development in my opinion.
1: Yeah, true. I, her, I, I,
0: her personality, uh, she got braver, but that's one aspect that Fluttershy improved on, and I'm not sure what else she I mean, I I actually haven't seen that much of improvement in her character other than that she's braver. After the Dragon Shy, she definitely appeared a lot more steadfast and willing to most of the time stand up for herself.
1: True, I mean um being the yeah. Fluttershy fan here, uh I, I see some scenes where she she evolves yet yeah. let's say let's just say that Fluttershy is really shy and she kind of hard to. Uh, she's she's a slow bloomer in that sense of development. There's ah. a few scenes where you can see that she really stands out, like um, putting your, you no, putting your putting your hoof, yeah, putting your hoof that? down. That's one. And yeah. when she's um, confident and um, where, sorry, when she where, where she's confident and assertive, but a few episodes later on Dragon Quest. She is scared out of her mind.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, she but that's a sort of a phobia that she can't really get over unless her friends are in danger. That much I think the relates to a characterization and personality of mm-hmm. having a phobia of big and scary things. Yeah. True. So that's nothing that and also it's generic nature to get over your fears when you really
2: need to. It's like that hidden Reserve strength in your body that can come out suddenly when
0: you True. need to save someone.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, like um, Fluttershy stared down a dragon, so yeah. And moving yeah, I on to, to the dead d- out of, um, in season yeah, one, in right. the
2: yeah. I mean, if you love someone enough, then you know. if you... I mean, honestly, if I, I don't know. You see somebody you like, you know, falling off a bridge or something. You suddenly become you suddenly become Batman, you know.
1: Yeah, and moving on, uh, Hurricane Fluttershy, still back to shy again, and. Overcome a fear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: I mean, but it's, it's like you know it's also peer pressure in the episode. It's like I don't know how it's putting it. It's like pull your weight, but also I kind of got the the the, the fact that it's time to succumb to peer pressure. Everybody's pushing in the same direction. Don't you dare turn around.
1: Yeah, it's true. Right. I guess so. But overall, with the whole episode and Fluttershy's evolution, character evolution, I have to agree with Calvin. There's not much that's noticeable. Uh, even if it's noticeable, it's really deep, where you need to analyse it.
2: Yeah, I mean, a kids show they don't need to develop characters, not like, you know, Walking Dead or something.
1: No, I do not agree. Uh, if you talk about Season 1 MLP, where nobody really gives a dang, yeah, this, no, everybody really gives a dang about it. Like I
2: mean, I'm saying, it, it's not necessary, it still works out, and the characters, we like them because of what they are. We don't really want to see them change, I mean... In a sense,
1: we can't avoid it, but we don't want to see
2: them well, change. I want, to them
1: s- who they are. I want to see them Unless change. You I you don't want... like them and you want them to change into something you like. So, no, I, I want to see... Here's where we don't agree, because I want to see my favourite character evolve. I want to see her change. I, I want to see her evolve grow. beyond... Yeah, grow. I want to see her be less shy and timid, but still keep her cuteness, like her shy nature, still intact, like... Maybe be, I mean, they
2: already showed us what the effect of it when, you know, it it kind of goes overboard like in the case of when Iron Will talked her out of her shyness and, you know, they say it's, it's something that once you do that, it takes away the personality that makes you like her. I mean, if you don't like that she's shy, then maybe that's
1: a different story. No, but, but that, that is turning it to a 180 because, like, okay, we don't like Fluttershy because she's shy. Okay, we'll put her, we put the meter to 180 and make her less shy and more assertive. Like, that is doing it wrong, and in that episode, they're just trying to tell you that there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And what Fluttershy did was the wrong way. Okay, let me show you how the right way is near the end.
0: Um, one of my favorites was um uh, at the end of pulling a hole down. She shows that she has learned to be assertive without being a uh, uh, a big meanie, a big meanie, a big meanie who does not respect. Uh, but um if you- what I didn't like was how it never goes back to that. She shows that she, you know, she <laughs> learned to be assertive, but that never comes back. She, the next time we see her, she's still me. She still doesn't know how to be assertive. So mm. I think the character development, the continuity, was lost there, which one,
1: for, I think was a really
0: missed opportunity.
1: For which part now? We, we,
0: um, what because, episode, um,
1: what episode was it again you were think?
0: Um, I'm talking about pulling her hose down. You know, at the end, she's talking about uh-huh. Angel. She gives a stare. She's like, okay, I'm, I know how to be assertive without being a big meme. But when we next see her, um, I feel, uh, I'm not oh, sure I think Dragon it, Quest or something. It's
1: about time. It's about time when uh, yeah, she helped. Yeah,
0: it's about time. And all of a sudden, she's not, ass- she's not putting her assertiveness down anymore. It's no. like she lost the continuity of putting her down, which uh, I think really breaks it. And yeah. I, thought season, I thought season three will bring it back or something, but um, at the same time, season three itself, I think they overplayed Fluttershy's weakness
1: way too much. You're talking about the scene where she was helping Pinkie Pie carrying all those boxes, right?
0: I'm talking about most of season 3. I didn't no, no sorry. Um, was... the,
1: you're talking about the scene where it's about time where Pinkie Pie was asking Fluttershy to help her carry boxes, right? While she was carrying balloons or floating around balloons. Uh, I think
0: The balloons are carrying out. her. Yeah. yeah uh, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I actually don't remember, like... Um, that scene, I, I, it's been a long time, mm-hmm. uh, but what I'm trying to say is that Fluttershy um, ending character, putting a whole down, shows that she has learned to be assertive but we never see that, um, that Fluttershy again, the Fluttershy that knows how to be assertive without being a mean. When we go to, when we jump to season mm-hmm. three, we see her being meek and a pushover again and I don't, and I find that that's a very broken community uh, that's a very broken community
1: Community, Congruity, yeah. Uh, which episode were you saying? Because I don't really remember. Not most of Season 3, if not all. Mm-hmm. Because there's a few things I, I remember about Season 3 and her meekness. And mostly, uh, from what I noticed, is she's meek to her friends. Like, she doesn't want to hurt their feelings kind of deal. And most of the things that happened to her in Season 3 are really important. Like, the jousting event. Like... She doesn't want to joust, but Rainbow Dash forces her into, and she says no. Yeah. But she's I, forced into that situation because, like, you have to because of.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, that much I understand. But at the same time, I think her her meekness, her her scared, how scared she was, it was a bit too overplayed. Um, in the sense that, um, I think Fluttershy should. I really start to show like at least a little brave, a little bravery. He did. Um, where?
1: Keep coming flutter on.
0: Keep coming flutter on. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> that wasn't much bravery, more of trust. No, he. Like, she trusted. She had faith that um, what's his name? Discord is good inside. Um.
1: Was she actually scared of him? She was more of... Kind of, because... She, see, the thing is, Discord is the um, lord or master of chaos. Like, he can do anything, and, like, he's just been playing Fluttershy for a fool, like, by saying, oh, Fluttershy won't hurt me, because Fluttershy is... Nyeh, 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 Fluttershy. I don't know, they're just trying to make Fluttershy kind of... uh
0: she- I like it when I see Father grow into someone who knows what's going on. She's not just me. She's not gullible. She actually knows um, how it's going on. Um, that's what I liked about um, Keep can On. Though, the episode itself,
1: yeah. that's could, another story. Could, but could have handled whole, it better.
0: The whole concept and the characterization of Father Shai and Keep on was good. She knew that she was, that Discord was thinking that she was playing her. She knew that Discord thought that he was in control, but she still trusted Discord all the way to the end. But at the same time, uh, I find that her personality is not that stale. It's sort of jumping around when it doesn't really need to.
1: True, true. But I think right now... I
0: I feel like the writers themselves... um, Not to downplay the writers, the writers are absolutely amazing, but I feel that for Fluttershy, their coordination for her characterization is a bit off. Because some... Take her meekness way too far. Some take her bravery, well, I wouldn't say far, but some take her as being braver and smarter than most ponies give her credit for, which is um, Kikon and Flower On. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that there's this wide disparity between Zada Shai's character, which makes her, which shows her in a light that it's a bit off. Like her characterization isn't solid ground. Um, not yet, anyway. Yeah. I feel like the writers um, uh, should try and solidify Fluttershy's character as being brave at a specific time, yet being meek at a specific time and showing those um uh, those things, her personality, with situations. But um I find that uh, if you ask the writers to write how Fluttershy will react to the same situation, but give it to different writers, I have a feeling that they would each write Fluttershy differently. Their Fluttershy's reaction differently. Some write her as running
1: away from the situation. Some write her as standing up for the situation. True, true. You
0: know, uh, resolve I, I, this... Tooth-toed Fluttershy. I,
1: I, I agree. Yeah. and I, I think the best way to deal with it right now is just to wait for Season yeah, 4. Yeah,
0: definitely. Or I, a, I really hope Season 4 shows that Fluttershy's character is something solid and not something that's a little wobbly.
1: You know, I have this theory that I want to happen in Season 4 and this theory is Fluttershy parents are Wonderbolts.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, damn! damn. Um, that,
1: that I want to see because...
0: That was played with with um, a few fakes. I mean, it's a great idea, but the, the, the touchy part would be the execution
1: relating
0: uh, to Rainbow's character. Uh, Rainbow's yeah. character would be the very key factor in the episode. I wouldn't say that would be a Fluttershy episode. That would be a Rainbow Dash episode.
1: Yeah, true. And you know what? Megan McCartney and M.R. work on it.
0: <laughs> I think they have. I, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, we're told that we would see more of um, the main six parents and the interactions moving for So,
1: yeah, we'll, see, we'll, see. We'll, see. Just, we'll see. Just hope we wait. wait. And also, um, there's the comic, the the micro comics with the main characters and stuff. Well, like, I
0: can't get my hands on that. And I can't read them I, I I don't know what's going on.
1: Okay, uh, a good tip for you is if you have a smart device, iPhone, Android, whatever it is, uh, install Comixology and you can buy it from there. Ah,
0: can't use a credit
1: card. Don't you get the books there? Huh? Don't you get the books in Singapore?
0: Uh, yeah, but they kind of stopped importing it. Apparently, even though it was, uh, they're only importing the IDW ones. The micro series are very barren. <laughs>
1: Oh, they they are IDWs but oh
0: well. Yeah, I I think they're made, they're doing the uh Chrysalis mainsex storyline. Uh, I I think the series would be cool, but then again my school is starting soon, so uh, reading those comics wouldn't actually be the best time. Oh, especially it's if short. read those comics and I start going on fanfiction ideas, that would be the worst.
1: <laughs> oh god no. So uh, <laughs> Okay, so talking about um bad ideas, I think we've been running too long now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we diverted way too far from. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well it's still ponies. It's still ponies. I, I'll I'll find a way. I edit I edit it. I edit it. So okay. anyway, let's move on to the next topic. And the next topic is shoutouts. My shout out goes to you, Calvin, Normandy, uh, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> oh, I've been derping this episode too much. So anyway, thanks for coming and having well, this interesting talk with us. Nice. Yeah, we've been, been, been meaning to talk to you for some time now, and um, getting, to, getting the chance to talk to you now, wow, you're sure fascinating.
0: <laughs> I I hope you think it's a good
1: thing. Oh, it, it is. is. Yeah,
0: it's very, very serious.
1: It um, is. I, I'll invite uh, you in the future someday as the guest uh, host.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so humble and honored that you would even have me on the death. Oh,
1: thank no. you so much. No problem, No problem. You
0: know, um, yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> so, Dan, any shout-outs from you?
0: Yeah, I do.
2: It's to you, Alpha, from Brony Time. Yeah, thanks for the advice on the gym, because, you know, it's my first week in the gym. Yeah, I'm having sore joints left, right, and center. But, well, hopefully a
0: new start to me losing weight. Yay. Yay.
1: And you, Kelvin, any shout-outs to give up?
0: Shout-outs. Norman Sanzo and whatever Daniel's Twitter is. (laughs) Uh, Follow them, because they're really cool. Um, Also follow... uh, Follow Osaka Jack. Osaka Jack's an amazing guy. Black Griffin, to Joy, the others. They're all amazing people. Yep, yep. And, um, man, if I start naming followers, this episode is going to drag up another few hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of amazing movies on Twitter. A lot of amazing people on Twitter. So, if you get the chance, go follow the people you think are really nice, really interesting. And um, just say either to them if you can, because they're really cool. True, yeah.
1: true. And if you follow Osaka Jack... He posts pictures of Japanese toys, and that's awesome. He also posts
0: pictures of sunsets, which are like bloody beautiful. Do you want
1: like new wallpaper. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that one, but still, they're awesome. So, anyway, if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at the mbshow at gmail.com. And also, you can reach me at my personal email at norman at the com, And then? You can reach me at
2: daniel at the com.
1: You can also reach us on Twitter. The show account is at the MBS show, and I'm at Norman Sanzo.
2: Yeah, and uh, now so that Kelvin knows, mine is Saints Pinky, S T P I N K I E. All right.
1: And Kel, uh, do you have a Twitter? Because we know you do have one. <laughs> no, so he
2: doesn't have no, one. He's
0: for he that no, Network because like, it's so mainstream, right? <laughs> Twitter, that's, that's like Twitter is the thing, like how people use to, like, do, like, do to like talk and like 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 I'm screwing up. My Twitter is at NormandyJaden. Uh if I spell it out it will take forever. So uh, I you can also you find me I'm called um I you can find me I'm called Calvin and Dashy uh, as my Twitter name. So yeah. Uh follow me if you want to, I tweet a lot of stupid stuff. And yeah, just talk to me. I promise I won't bite that much. If <laughs> you can find the correct spelling in the show notes,
1: Don't yeah, worry. we'll, we'll oh, put okay. it in show notes. And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And also, like our Facebook page, please. And well, that's about it. So I've been Norman Sanzo.
0: I've been Daniel Anthony.
1: And Kelvin. I've
0: been Norm, I've been Kelvin. Yeah, even I'm calling myself Norman. <laughs> Crap. I'm Kelvin. Yeah, and I'm also known as Deska. So yeah, thanks for listening all this way. You gotta
1: air broke off for listening all this way laugh. yeah <laughs> hey. true i do i idea I, I the boring parts but anyway we we'll see you next week bye bye i gave you my heart and then you
0: turn around the secrets that we share the moments that you care
2: I gave you my heart and
0: then you turn around we went streaking in the park skinny dipping after dark I gave you my heart and
1: then you turned around Depressing melodies, suppressing
2: fantasies I gave you my heart and then you turned around I always wanted my own brother And then he showed up at our door I didn't question where he came from I wasn't lonely anymore Soon we did everything together He taught me how to fly a kite I watched him grow into a stallion I watched him sleep in bed at night It's not creepy But then he signed that record label A kick Montana a boyish sound But now that everybody loves him I'm just a face out in the crowd Studies, to have the world in my control. I vaporize the competition. Nobody understands me. It's not evil. I give you my heart and then you turn around. Romantic called your dreams, it never came to be. I give you my heart and then you turn around. Like a bunch of funny Just take it from me, I know you'll come around. The law forbids it, this is kismet Say I do and see our together Boo-dee-boo, our love will last forever Since we're not related, really, it'll be okay So different now from what it seemed Now life has killed the dream I dreamed
1: I think what Norman I think what Kelvin's trying to say is stop <laughs> <laughs> laughing at me You <laughs> have a confusing yes okay uh